Namaste. My name is Neelima. Welcome to Reflections Along the Way podcast where you will be listening to reflections from learnings and experiences along my life's journey. As long as we live, we don't have any other choice but to be engaged in action, right? we have to act because of the life that is pulsating through us uh, it becomes activity in the outer world so basically life expresses itself as an action as death does in inaction but how we act or um, the actions vary from person to person a farmer is working from uh, uh, dawn to dusk in the fields and uh, he is sweating with exertion a poet is just in the midst of nature and this great creation and um, he is uh, penning those uh, words and from the standpoint of a farmer he doesn't seem to be working at all right and uh, from the standpoint of a poet the scientist is uh, wasting public money from the scientist standpoint uh, an ordinary thinker is wasting his time and from all these standpoints they probably see buddha who is sitting under a tree in meditation as an idler who is doing nothing and uh, who is like a necessary uh, leech to the society in each case every person thinks that the work they do is the most you know useful work or uh, they are doing the most work but only that person who is doing that action knows how vigorously he or she is working a great painter one day was um, sitting near a pool and throwing stones into the water and uh, he was watching how uh, the light is falling on the water and how the uh, shades are appearing upon the ripples as he was throwing the stones uh, an ordinary man who was walking along the road he was carrying the milk to a nearby town to sell and he jealously looked at uh, this painter and um, he thought to himself this person is doing nothing from morning to evening uh, eating food that is brought to him and it's so unfair that i have to work so hard while he is just sitting there uh, doing nothing uh, and surviving like you know he thinks what an injustice this is right that simple ordinary person did not know that the person he was um, complaining about he was the great painter michael angelo himself who was observing those ripples to reproduce them on the canvas right so that he could capture that alluring beauty of the light and the shades on the ripples onto the canvas michael angelo was very vigorously studying but um, the others who saw him thought that he was wasting away his time it is this man who others thought was an idler who produced so many paintings and sculptures we all know today while that ordinary person the milkman who was carrying the milk to sell in the neighboring town 
he just died leaving nothing for uh, society so every one of us must work but what matters is how we work what is the quality of activity that we are engaged in with what attitude we are working and with what intent we are working so the great thinkers classified all people engaged in activity in three different categories they are laborers workers and persons of achievement so the difference between these people is not in the type of work they do but it is in the way in which they do that work because of the difference in their uh, temperaments and personality and outlooks mentally their goals in life also differ and because of these diverse goals the activities that they perform also differs so when swami ji uses this word laborer it's not uh, meant to insult or uh, bring disgrace to people who do physical labor right the word is used in a different context in this context of this discussion laborer means one who has no ideals in life his only goal is to earn money for his own selfish needs basically he uses the money he earns only for himself and his family uh, he might work very hard but he works only for uh, getting more money to make his life more comfortable there is no goal beyond satisfying his own egocentric desires by this definition of laborer that person could be working in any work he could be a political leader he could be a scientist a corporate executive a writer anyone who works for his or her profit alone is termed as a laborer and that person could be working in like you know uh, conventional jobs which we think are good for society like a political leader or something but if he or she is working only with the attitude of wanting to earn money for themselves with no motive whatsoever greater than that um, they want to furnish their house beautifully or uh, buy stuff for their children and that person is not thinking about like starting a hospital or opening an orphanage or doing good to the society then that person is a laborer the second category of the people is workers right and a worker is is someone who works less selfishly and um, he or she is inspired by an ideal in life the attitude with which a worker works is not limited only for like uh, a profit in terms of uh, money but it comes out of an inspiration uh, that comes because of a higher ideal all inspired political social and religious leaders they fall in this category every worker has a picture of a perfect society like how they want to see the society and their enthusiasm and their work comes from that vision 
so to bring that vision to actuality or reality is what inspires them to work and they want nothing else from life but to see that vision become reality they are ready to suffer and they are ready to sacrifice in order to achieve that goal and that ideal that they have placed for themselves and uh, uh, when we contrast this to laborer the ego of the worker has been reduced to some degree the third variety is not so common there are many laborers in the world and workers is fewer when compared to laborers but the third variety which is um, persons of achievement they're very few indeed so it is these people that uplift and inspire an entire generation to a higher you know higher level of uh, uh, morality or greater virtue in living who show that humans are capable of living with such high standards right and such mighty people are called uh, saints or um, seers or prophets and um, they are these incarnations of great virtues and values and they live an ideal life inspiring others even after their death the fragrance that they have left behind they gather a new momentum as the years pass by for example christ died 2000 years ago and yet uh, we find that his glory uh, becomes more and more compelling at, as time passes right and in such a person the ego is totally eliminated there's no trace of ego and that person works only for the good of others we might get a question then like you know what do you want from the world why are you working like why has buddha worked or uh, christ worked or mohammed uh, preached uh, going from place to place why are all these saints and sages trying to spend their time preaching if they don't um, have any desire of their own right the thing is they do not do this for profit or uh, you know for uh, success or fame or anything like that they just do this from a feeling that they're doing the right thing and uh, irrespective of whether someone appreciates or uh, recognizes uh, this effort right they really do not care whether others recognize them or not N- neither praise nor blame really touches them in that case they just share from a sense of compassion the results of that does not affect them basically and because they have such idealistic uh, lifestyle more often than not these people are uh, persecuted by society even though they face so many obstacles they follow these ideals and uh, they live on inspiring others and uh, they raise the standard of living and uh, they change the society and inspire everyone to live up to their higher ideals right so all activities can be categorized into two types the first one is all the activities that are motivated by desire and the second is all the activities that are not motivated by desire in the first category the desires motivating a person can be 
either totally selfish like in the case of a laborer or it can be for a higher cause such as the welfare of the community or a nation or uh, you know some higher ideal like in the case of a worker but both of them are motivated by desire and in the second category which are the activities that are not motivated by desire uh, that is how persons of achievement work he or she does not work in order to gain a certain result a person of achievement is tuned to the supreme reality and they're always in a state of fulfillment they don't need to do anything else to fulfill a desire or anything the actions that they perform is not going to get them any extra satisfaction than they they already have right and this sort of action which is done without any selfish desires which is also called a nishkama karma in sanskrit that kind of actions are the noblest of all we all like tend to you know be number 1 for ourselves right but the problem is that we don't have an ideal to strive for and because of that lack of this higher ideal we don't have that enthusiasm or passion or inspiration for the work right that is the reason we get so exhausted so what we need to do is to develop an ideal for ourselves a purpose uh, or an ideal which is greater than just satisfying our senses which is greater than just satisfying our own selfish needs once we set that kind of an ideal for ourselves then the activities that we do are more joyful we we develop that enthusiasm for life tiredness that uh, comes when we are working is no longer there the less and less we work selfishly the more we discover the fulfillment in that act of work itself and our journey or our goal should be to raise our attitude or our mindset from the attitude of a laborer to the dignity of a worker and then we need to keep putting effort until we reach the state of a person of achievement thank you for listening to today's reflections If you'd like to connect with me please visit bluishmuse.com until next time namaste